Welcome once again above the plane. I'm Jake Lawrence, your host. So I want to address season change, motivation, mindset, a few strategies and techniques uh, that you can employ, but also maybe add into your planning as you look at your weeks, as you look at what might happen in the month of November um, and the possibilities of beginning and completing as we enter into 2022, which is just around the corner. Okay. But present moment, let's talk about this time change. So when you lose an hour, okay, so what we're doing is we're pulling an hour of daylight and pressing it to the early morning hours, okay? So instead of sunsetting at 545, it's going to be 445 and continue to drop until um, winter solstice, all right? So let's look at that. How, how might that affect your day? Well, if you work a traditional schedule, maybe you're finishing between 4 and 5, you're going to end up finishing in the dark, okay? That pitch darkness is going to arrive maybe on your commute home or, or even before you're ready to prep dinner, all right? So evenings are going to feel a little more, I would call them um, bottom heavy, okay? So things are going to happen in maybe more rapid succession, such as dinner, maybe processing kids, whatever it may be that's on your, on your plan. Um, and so there's going to be a, a lot of darkness experiencing that in the evening. A huge proponent of getting outside fresh air natural light any of those things and so what i want to highlight is that hey that opportunity is not going to be there at the end of the day so you want to look at your day and see when you can carve time for that if it's a lunch hour if it's some block you can plan into your day if you're, you're self-employed you're working for yourself you may want to think about your productivity and how um, you know your well-being is best strategized okay do you want to get out when the sun's probably closest to its peak right around noon um, and feel some of that energy that's being created do you want to finish up earlier start earlier okay with the time change maybe make a little bit of a pivot that way you can get out and experience some of that that very soft light um, before sunset i call it like 45 minutes before uh, to sunset and then of course you have a few minutes after when it's still nice and softly bright out so think about that plan that into your day because it does make a difference artificial light does um, you know brighten a room and a space and a gym but again it's not natural it's not what you're used to it's not what we're coming um, off of having a lot of right with summer even fall has the sun is a little bit stronger um, as the angle continues to shift and as we bump things earlier uh, just recognize that and how that might affect your life. Having that extra time in the morning, for most of us, that's not going to make a huge difference. It can make, or those of us that work early in the morning, can be a benefit. Okay, so that sun, that light's going to enter into the windows a little bit earlier, um, and that may be beneficial. Or if you're an early morning runner, you want to get outside or whatever you might do, that may make that an easier thing for you to pivot into. Again, that kind of depends on your climate. If you're in somewhere where you do experience all four seasons, 
then winter can be at its own elements of um, wind, cold, and precipitation that changes things, maybe access. But if you're in a place that it's it's uh, the climate is very temperate or, or even even warm, then yeah, that early morning time might be pretty inviting for you to get out and experience um, just a little bit more daylight. So think about that. Think about how those the time change will um, affect your your movement. Okay, maybe even your mood and energy. Um, pivoting from there, I want to talk a little bit about training and seasonal effect, and maybe uh, talk a little bit about how I pivot from distance running to more of a gym-based, interval-based training and how that affects my nutrition as well. Some things I do to to keep my calendar year fresh. You know, I work with the seasons, not against them. And it's been a pretty effective strategy for me. So I build quite a bit of free space into my days. I make sure that there's windows where I can have alternative experiences to work, okay, to training and to working with clients, meaning I have a large block of time where I can enter into activity, have um, some sort of experience in that activity, and then come out of it and transition into whatever else. It's just something I decided was of extreme importance for me, so I do protect that and value that that space and time um, in my days. Summer, fall, more outdoor stuff. You know, goes from a lot of running to hiking, and then even integrated biking. As we approach winter, um, you know, again, daylight. My windows are shorter. Um, depending on where I'm at, if I'm in a climate that can be pretty intense, I'm dealing with limited running options. Whether it's the trails being full of snow and ice, uh, the roads, sidewalks being full of snow, not well cared for. My excitement interest is not nearly as high. Uh, plus, I, I value that transition and taking a break from the volume that comes with endurance training. So what I do is I get back in the gym or I get back with my dumbbells and kettlebells and bands and suspension straps and rings and all that stuff. I start working in my long planks, making sure that they're consistent in my, my days and weeks. Um, things like that. that tend to stimulate my system um, in a different way and it I believe it's a it's a smart and strategic way as well because when you're lifting when you're doing your interval training um, when you're exerting when you're in a plank hard long plank for a long time um, you're doing extended sets of circuit training what what's your body's releasing a lot of hormone hormone especially testosterone okay in men, that's more than women. In men, the effect is the spike is a lot higher than women, but there is a spike either way. That hormone is very effective in fighting off, um, I would say, things like con- the common cold, right? Any sort of uh, seasonal diseases, the, the viral things, the bugs that uh, we're exposed to, right? So by having that release, by having your system focused and maybe, I would just say t- turned on and and heightened, you're better able to ward off some of those things. So that's a side effect and a bonus. Another thing is, it's, I believe it, the release of that testosterone and just the feeling you get from hard training, hard strength training, um, and how that differs from endurance training, 
you just feel good. You feel vibrant, right? Um, and again, it's you also build more rest into your weeks. So for me, when I'm running, I kind of want to run every day or at least six days a week. And if I'm not running, I'm biking or paddleboarding, something else where I'm outside observing the nature and seeking that same feeling in a variety of activities. Um, if we look at strength training, I need to build in rest, periods of rest and time to allow my body to adapt to the stimulus, okay? So I wanna make sure that in those sets, in those circuits, in the training sessions, that I'm getting some level of hard exertion um, in at least a few of the sets that I'm doing, okay? And the whole time, I'm not trying to just break down my body, but I am targeting specific movements where I can get in and get a little deeper, or I'm creating circuits where I can build three exercises in um, that may hit and stimulate and target the same area to get the effect of a very hard drop-down drag-out set that I could do with a committed training partner that knew how to push me in a safe way, okay, or a coach. Um, so those are just a few things. You want to, again, think of your workout. You want to know how you're going to start, what the meat of it's going to be, okay, at least how it's going to flow, and then how you're going to finish, you know, when I was younger, when I was learning to train, even work with clients, the hardest thing was, okay, what's a, an adequate finisher? Like, how do I want to feel when I leave here? How do I want my clients to feel when I leave here, okay? So the finish, you want to build some sort of success. Some, you want to take something a little deeper, whether it's high rep, um, you know, or even just a, um, more exertion, Okay. That could mean plyometrics, something where you're, you're ballistic training your body, but you're leaving in an elevated state, okay, feeling good, not feeling broke down. Maybe you even feel slightly recovered from a hard set you did earlier, but that's okay. That's a good pivot and transition away from the gym. So some of those things could be planks, could be long plank things, um, could be some core circuits using external Stimulus such as holding weights or kettlebell or having ankle weights or doing them uh, suspended, things like that. Passive hang from the bar where you're gripping the bar, um, overhead bar like a pull-up bar, and you're just seeing how long you can hold that grip tight and closed um, with both arms. Okay, so you're pushing those things. You're pushing the boundaries. You're having to decide and also um, you know, function or address where your body's at in that moment, okay? Sometimes it's like, whoa, my grip's pretty tired already. Maybe I did a bunch of sets of pull-ups, did some bicep curls, did some rowing, any sort of pulling um, exercises that may have fatigued them. So my grip, forearm, and wrists are gonna feel it, right? So you're trying to engage with something and give it a good fight and effort, right? You're kind of trying to close things out. Another way to do that is to take an exercise like a shoulder uh, dumbbell shoulder press or a dumbbell curl hammer curl set deep and creative curls you can do a set of 21s that's where you do seven reps at the bottom seven at the top and then seven full reps when i say bottom you go from extended arm to halfway up which is 90 degrees okay and top you go from uh, halfway up to the top okay you're closing the 90 degrees all right and then full reps. There I like to target seven to 10 reps in that range. Um, 
it's pretty solid if you've chosen the right weight. Another bicep set would be what I call blast circuit, where you curl the right, curl the left, then you curl them both together, and that being one rep. You climb and take that up to 10, pretty solid. If you have um, only one set of dumbbells and they're kind of light, you can do two double curls each for each rep count. So if I go, if my um, number one set is curl right one, curl left one, then I'll double, I'll do two ones, okay? With a double curl and then move on. Shoulder press, same thing. Single, single, double, focusing on really pressing high, okay? Lengthening through my core and the shoulder. Don't need a lot of weight here. You really wanna focus on completion and form, proper form. Those are good finishers. Core stuff, walking lunges, things where you're moving, but maybe you're working through some uh, some tension and fatigue you created in your workout, okay? So heart rate's up, lunges to high, high rep calf rate sets, things like that where you move, you do a little bit of challenge, but you also let yourself reflect on maybe the week, the, not just the workout you did, but the week um, that you had, or maybe if you took the weekend off, a few days off, the freshness in your body and your ability to kind of push yourself in that workout. So think about those things. How do you close your workout out? How do you pivot when we're losing daylight? You know, season's changing to winter. What's a good option for me? Um, start to think about if you're, if you want to do uh, some sort of an event or you want to you want to prepare your body or for some sort of a lifestyle activity or if you're working on a new hobby, building in new habits, you want to make sure that your training aligns with that, right? So at least your mindset. So when you're working out, you're doing these workouts, you're watching yourself get better and improve. And that improvement is physical, but it's mental, okay? In your training, when you're working, you're working with intention, okay? So... Again, a few things to think about that I believe are really important. Um, these are the things that I instill in messages that I make sure that my clients do have. And there's th things that they are thinking about in these sessions. And it becomes very intuitive when we're on the same page. So the intuitive nature of training is a product of a relationship and understanding and then a trust. Okay, a trust that I'm going to give you what you need and a trust on my part that you're going to give your best effort and give me honest feedback um, on your, your lifestyle and successes and maybe some frustrations that we can work through it and always be um, aware of where we're at and focusing on you know ourselves in the present moment, trying to get the best out of our present um, and that comes without comparison to the past or maybe some breakthrough moment you did have in some workout a while ago, right? Always focused on the present, who we are in this moment um, and working from that position and from that place of possibility. So I appreciate your time. Um, hopefully this resonates with you or maybe it sparked some new thoughts, but if you have any questions, comments, just feel free to reach out. You can you can email me, jake at exclusivefitness.com. Um, contact me any way that you see fit at, at Exclusive Fitness on Instagram. Uh, if you go to the website, exclusivefitness.com, cell phone's there. You can sign up for some um, information as well. So 
onward and upward. Until next time, this is Jake Lawrence, Above the Plane.